Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Welcome to the Match Diaries. Welcome to maybe the shortest episode ever in the Match Diaries history. We're hoping. It has to be because <laughs> I literally have to leave the house in 23 minutes. So I don't know how we're going to do this. Funny thing is, like we were calling for half an hour now. But, you know, we have to get the chit chat in. We have to just, you know, catch up because yeah. we haven't really spoken in a, in, in a while, meaning like a, a day and a half. <laughs> this is This is what happens. Yeah. This is what happens when, when you go MIA for the week and we can't talk about things. I know. I just, honestly, I was not myself this week. <laughs> I wasn't either. <laughs> we'll, I'll, we'll get into it. So I don't know. Something was off this week. Do you, Yeah. Do you want to do highs and lows? Kick it off. Okay. my I'll start with highs because they were quite good, actually. So obviously it was Valentine's Day. So Ed and I went on a really cute date, Aww. which is kind of, it was, we haven't gone on a proper date in a while, so it was kind of nice to just like properly dress up. Also considering how busy my week has been, I feel like I hadn't been 100% present with Ed as well. So um, it was nice to just have like two hours just sitting somewhere and not being on our phones and properly catching up, which we needed to Aww, do, yeah. <laughs> which is so funny. Like even, even with Ed, right, I'm living with him and I still wasn't really there. So um it was really nice. And then on Thursday as well, I went yeah. into the office, even though I tried to get out of going into, into the office. Um, and then spontaneously, Ed's <laughs> brother was in London as well. So he was like, let's all go out for dinner because Ed was also in London. So we ended up going out for dinner, um, which was not planned. And it was really fun and really nice. And I, I think the nicest that. bit about it was the fact that I had a distraction, which goes then into my lows. <laughs> which is that yeah. and I feel like I mentioned this last week right because I was like oh next week is going to be a bit stressful at work because something went wrong on Friday and it was tough um yeah but yeah it, it took me the whole week to try fix that issue um so I just had a really really stressful week at work oh, um and even more frustrating I'm like I know it's just ads so like even even that internal battle of being like it's such a small thing why are you getting yeah. so you know, frustrated and caught up about it. Um, but it just, it meant I couldn't really switch off. I was just always thinking about it, always problem solving. Um, and I felt so much anxiety. Oh like, I can't remember the last time I felt this anxious. I think it might have been, like, during uni it, time doing exams. Like, that's how long it's been since I felt this bad. Oh, God. Um, but then in hindsight, being so anxious meant that I really actually couldn't be productive and, like, couldn't concentrate because I was so, like, foggy. And burnt out. So I think I just like mm. actually made it so much harder for myself to do my job, which then frustrated me as well. But yeah, it I just, yeah. it was just not one of those weeks. It was not a good one. I was just like working late, waking up really early to work, mm. not having my, I was like skipping my lunch breaks because I literally like didn't have time to think about being, like I couldn't even think about no. being hungry. Like I didn't even check in with how I was feeling. So 
Um, but I think it, a lot of it was self-induced. I put this pressure on myself. Yeah. So yeah, having kind of forced arrangements of like meeting Ed's brother for dinner or like booking a Valentine's date dinner really helped because those are that was honestly the, the only two times that week that yeah. I did not work. <laughs> so yeah, so that's it's not fun, is God. it? Have you fixed the problem now? Yeah, the campaign's live. <laughs> yeah, and then it went live, okay, and then that's it good. didn't. It had issues when it was live, but then I fixed that on Friday. Amazing. Queen. Like, I'm in a better space, but I still feel that anxiety about it. Like, I almost, like, don't want to check in on Monday because I'm, like, I feel like something's going to go wrong, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I get it. But there's no point thinking that way. But, yeah, so it was just one of yeah. those weeks, one of those weeks. What about you? Yeah, it's probably, I mean, just to say, we it'd probably be good to talk about that in, like, our episode or maybe we'll get onto it. See, I mean, that's why I wanted to do this episode because I was, like, hmm, I could have handled this a yeah. lot better um, and even when I was like prepping the notes for this episode, I was like, uh, this could have been really useful for me to do last week. <laughs> so I could have actually benefited from it. But you know what, if I can help someone else, then <laughs> or like for future me yeah. that has to go through a very similar situation. So yeah, yeah, future us can just listen to this episode. But honestly, I feel like I've been making it a real priority this or just like the emotional distancing because I had a situation occur on Friday. Yeah, which like, past me would have really freaked out about and instead I just I try to do some breathing and just remind myself that like you know take some distance everything will always sort itself out and it always does at work like that's just how it works out and actually what you need to do is just focus on the next steps and what can you do and I'm proud of myself because I did do that Friday and everything worked itself out and I could have so easily like spent a whole day being really anxious and then actually getting things done slower I love that so but anyways my highs and lows (laughs) (laughs) My highs, I guess, are kind of similar to yours in the sense that, like, I did a lot of cute social things this week, which, like, to some extent, I'm also pushing myself out of my comfort zone. So on Tuesday, obviously, it was Valentine's Day, and we did, like, a really cute Valentine's dinner. I posted some clips of it on TikTok. Yeah, check it out on TikTok. (laughs) Check that out. Um, But that was really sweet, and we played the We're Not Really Strangers game, so we were, like, answering questions about each other, and, like, you know, it it always prompts really good deep conversations, so that was really beautiful. And then, actually, last week I met two people who, one of them I'd never met, and one of them I hadn't seen in, like, a really long time, I never met up with them one-on-one, I'm pretty sure. So... On Thursday, I went to dinner with someone who's just moved to London, who I know from back when I was living in Surrey, uh, through my old flatmate. And Cute. yeah, it was just so nice. I was like, I was had no expectations of like how it was going to go. Didn't know, you know, how it was going to be to see her again. And it was just, yeah, it was really, really, that was really fun. Cute. And then yesterday, I actually met up with someone who went to our uni, but we'd never met. Like both me yeah. and Cara had never met. And she and her friend who we actually both have met her friend um they both do a podcast called side note stories which is actually super cute so if you like our podcast I'm sure you'll like theirs as well um <laughs> and yeah it was just really cute we, we met up for coffee and, and a pastry and it was just like a very a very wholesome like yeah it felt like you know just like a, a coffee date yeah you know so that was really you cute you said you were there for like a couple of hours it. just chatting away right yeah that's the best yeah that is the best so always a good sign (laughs) 
so it's it's cute it's a I, I've been trying to like push myself out of my comfort zone in terms of like socializing and and because I feel like I feel very comfortable in my friendships now which is obviously beautiful but I also don't want to forget that you know there's also other people to yeah. me and to engage with and like London is such a big city and so many amazing souls are out there that I yeah. want to like connect with and stuff <laughs> so I've got some stuff coming up next week as well which are kind of like it shows you that it's not that scary right like the like the worst thing that could have happened was that you actually just didn't get on that well didn't have anything in common it might have been a bit uncomfortable during it but then you never really have to see them again if it's not the right thing so it's not yeah it's i mean that's the perfect example of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone can can benefit you in many ways exactly no so if you're thinking of meeting up with someone and you're a bit scared, just just do it, you know. And also the internet is actually a great place to meet people because, like, yeah. yeah, both of those people I connected with, like, via Instagram because, yeah, either they message me or I message them. Um, so I feel like actually Instagram, especially if you're moving to a new place, is a really good place to to find people because I know a lot of you have, like, moved to a new city or yeah. even just, like, putting, like, a story box you know, on your story being like, hey, I'm I'm in this place. Do you have any recommendations? Or could always bring people like out of the woodworks, which is which is nice. Yeah. Um, so and then my low, I'm saying my low on the podcast to hold myself accountable. I was just telling Car about it before as well. Yeah. I've had because you were all saying this, right? You were like not feeling yourself last week. So I think maybe there is something in the air, you know, maybe it was just like not the TMD girly week. <laughs> I don't think it um, was, honestly. <laughs> I've just been feeling very um, critical of my self and my appearance and my mm-hmm. body and stuff, which is, I feel weird even saying it because I feel like it's been such a long time since I felt that way yeah. and since it's like occupied a lot of my brain space. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really don't like it. And I obviously am like, I, I think I know the tools and, you know, the things I need to do to like get myself out of the headspace. And one of the things is to speak to people about it and to not harbor it in and to, to not pretend it's not there because it is. And otherwise it's just going to fester and come out in my actions, which I don't want it to do. Like I don't want yeah. it to change how I'm acting, how I'm exercising, how I'm eating, etc. I don't want that. So, yeah. And obviously I want my inner like dialogue to be better with myself and yeah I think it was kind of triggered by like seeing photos of myself and I like kind of being like what the fuck I don't I don't know what I look like I don't know you know I I just I think I got in my head of like I have no idea what I actually look like and I think I look a certain way and then actually are people perceiving me in a completely different way and like I, I don't know so which again is just so silly because we talk about this on the podcast so much and this is what my friend Vesh was telling me when I was talking to my housemates about this, just saying that like actually obviously what you're thinking inwardly will always radiate outwards and it's so true you know when like you have that we talk about it so much but when you have the like inner confidence inner peace inner like security in yourself and who you are then that will always shine outward and and other people will pick up on that versus like actually your physical appearance like there's yeah and again also it's just it's such a silly thing to be worrying about because yeah life is way too short and I'm I'm way too privileged and blessed to be <laughs> to be occupying my brain with such silly thoughts like it almost it feels rude <laughs> to my life to be like thinking about it but I think it's also because my brain is it really loves finding something negative to yeah. focus on I think is what I've realized 
So when there's not something, I'll try and find something. Yeah. I mean, um, just think about so, what you were saying last week. You, I mean, I think it was one of your highs last week or the week before. You were literally like, I'm so content with, you know, where my life is right now and like so grateful for everything. Yeah. So it, 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 and you and I are very similar in this case. Like if we don't have something to to focus on, we kind of try find find things, which is not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. I love that about our brains. <laughs> I don't want you to feel shame for having those thoughts because I mean it's like we we say all the time you know it's not something that like you you have or you don't have it's kind of you're always going through that cycle of like learning to love your body and like your relationship with your body image and food and everything so just because you're having a bit of a down period doesn't mean all the growth that you've had is just disappeared it's not like you're starting from zero it's just that you're having a little bit of a dip a little bit of you know these thoughts and even the fact that you're you're already you know realizing it vocalizing it being like I don't want it to affect my actions like that's all because of the improvements that you've had that you're able to just identify it and be like no I'm not gonna listen to these thoughts and I'm gonna you know change those patterns so yeah I I think still be kind with yourself even though you're having these thoughts um and yeah yeah. I I honestly think you have a lot to be proud of you know yeah and like you said life is too short yeah yeah no you're so right and I feel like because I was speaking about this with Michael actually last night of like all the almost like check boxes of like what I'd want for my life, like a job I like, friends, like good location where I'm living and like a beautiful house, um, like love of my life. Like, you know, all of these things are like ticked yeah. and it's just I need to just realize that I need to just be grateful and not focus on things that are silly to focus on. And, you know, it's just fucking annoying, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, um, I feel you. <laughs> but yeah holding myself on accountable on the podcast that I want to uh, fight these negative thoughts and feelings because they're not serving me and yeah love it. that that's the message. put that energy out there and manifest it Okay, should I give some context then? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, so I feel like we've already addressed this, but I think it's more... This is me being like, I really need to talk about this. Basically, because of all the stress that I went through last week and like feeling feeling like I didn't have an, a good way to switch off and like properly disconnect and detach from the stress of work, it just made me think that I, I feel like I don't know how to do that. So I basically mm. just wanted to have a whole episode of talking about the best ways to, to disconnect from work at the end of the day it could be uni too like I feel like anyone that you know has anything stressful going on can use some some of these tactics to switch off um because honestly for me I also noticed that I I think it's um not just work related I think it's just a part of how I live my life if I have something important or meaningful going on it's literally all I can think about I struggle Mm -hmm. to really compartmentalize um and tell myself like okay that's not like there's nothing you can do about this now and it has to do with my need for control yeah i always want to control things so i i struggle to really switch off and also like after doing that i realized that i can't really um be present so even in those situations where i'm at you know dinner with ed or you know I, i'm not on my laptop and we're watching tv or something i'm still not like 100% there with ed yeah. um which is obviously not fun and like I've noticed even this week that I haven't been the best partner to him. Not that I've been a bad partner, you know, but I just haven't been there for him as well. And it's kind of been all me, which is okay some weeks, but I just think I could have handled this a lot better in terms of like being able to switch off. So I did a bit of research um, 
which and I could have I really needed this last week but it's fine we move on um, and I found a few things to do to to help switch off and really connect with nature and just like connect with myself the first tip that I found is actually setting boundaries whilst knowing your self self-worth through it all so actually setting boundaries on the amount of hours that you want to work, communicating that with those around you to actually encourage healthier habits with other people in your workplace as well. So being like, it's fine, I'm happy to work an extra hour today so that we're in a better place, you know, for to- for tomorrow or what- what- whatever it is, but actually setting it to be that specific amount of hours rather than, oh, I'll just work until I feel, you know, better because you'll never feel like you're in a place where you can switch off. So making it timing-based rather than, how you're feeling and the reason I think it's important to connect it to your self-worth which I noticed this week because I kept trying to work late and when Ed was like can't like you know nothing's gonna happen this week you know you can't switch up like today you know nothing that you're gonna do is actually gonna fix the problem you're not gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be and it's gonna be all perfect um and I kept telling him I'm like yeah but if I'm not doing this and I'm not good at my job like I'm not trying my best so I'm not really being you know I'm not proving myself enough you know, to the company yeah. or whatever. But it isn't you You setting boundaries and being like, I'm only going to do as much as this doesn't mean you're any less good at your job or, you know, worthy. Um, and if anyone tells you that you working only for three extra hours rather than five, whatever, if they tell you that that's not good enough, then you're in a toxic env- environment and that shouldn't be encouraged. Um, yeah. So I think it's important to set boundaries. That is what I've realized. It's really interesting because I feel like the like setting specific hours is so it's so individual to like the different workspaces because there will be some workspaces where that's not possible. Yeah. Like I've I've got friends who work in like the I don't know hedge fund business area and honestly she's yeah. like this friend has had to cancel most of our holidays that she's had planned in the year because they are just like two weeks before like you can't go. And they then, like, paid for the expenses of that trip. But she just, like, has to cancel her holidays. Or she'll, like, work weekends. Or even Marco's, like, working today. And he also works in, like, finance and whatever and all. But, and obviously, I don't think that that's... Everyone has to make their own decisions of, like, how much work they want to have included in their life. I know that, like, there will always be, like, busier time periods and, and time periods that are less busy. I think what, for me, is key that, like, within those hours that you are working more you're still taking a step back and realizing that maybe sometimes that's necessary. That maybe sometimes you do have to work extra hours to fix something because you want something to get done and that will save you more time in the future. Or also you're trying to help your boss or the person working underneath you, your team, whatever. But I think it's important to step back in those moments and realize that like your life, your happiness your yeah, your self-worth doesn't depend on the work that you're doing in those hours. It's something that like, you know yeah so it's it's I think it's all about distancing yourself emotionally from the work that you're doing I think that's been like the key for me I keep yeah, saying it which but is I so think hard to do it's it's not and it's not tying your happiness and self-worth to the extra work that you're doing because I think sometimes I mean obviously in an ideal world that is what we'd be doing like we'd not we'd not work overtime <laughs> and if we were working overtime be like yeah. okay I'm only doing 45 minutes and that's it and that obviously would be the ideal state and maybe that's where we should get to. But especially in your 20s when you're like trying to like get to a new job or like proving your worth trying to like climb the career ladder even though that's arbitrary things that shouldn't matter. They matter to a lot of us. <laughs> yeah. Like I think at least 
we should try and not tie it so closely to our identity and to what makes us happy and then yeah like being able to step away I had that so much at uni same as you like I'd literally go to the like to the toilet in the shower and be like repeating everything in my brain of like I know know, I wouldn't allow myself to like even have a second off of like because I I felt like if I wasn't thinking about it all the time then like I wasn't being the best student I could be or I I was I was setting myself up for failure or if I did fail then it's because I hadn't done everything that I possibly could have but I think yeah I don't think that that's the route to (laughs) to like life success if you keep doing that because then you're gonna like mentally just burn out (laughs) well that's the thing that I noticed right like and and like you said it's okay to work longer hours if you feel like you have to you know like I don't think anyone should make you feel bad for making that decision to be like actually you know what I'm gonna do a few more hours today because I know it will benefit me the next day but the key thing is not letting it be when you're in a state of like anxiety and stress because I think if you're working a few hours late late, but you you know you're feeling okay while doing it that's a whole different situation but for me it was literally like a a case of like panic and like feeling tightness in my in my chest and just like feeling it's so dramatic but like feeling like you know everything is crashing yeah and that's so unhealthy Um, as well like for your body to be in that state of stress and I think for me that's where like setting those time boundaries are actually important because if you're feeling that for so long of a period is the next day you're going to be tired you're going to be exhausted it's actually going to make you it harder for you to do your job that's very true so yeah I think it's more about like setting those boundaries when you're feeling that stress and and anxiety but also yeah like you're you're saying detaching it from your identity and like and your self-worth in that moment yeah and yeah you're so right because in a lot of cases you're not going to be doing the most productive work at 10 p.m are you you're going to be doing probably sloppier work and you're going to then feel more tired and more frustrated the next day. And then that's also going to affect the work yeah. that you're doing the next day. So I think in a lot of cases, you'll be a lot better off if you switched off that hour earlier. And then, you know, even maybe if you even logged exactly. off, logged on earlier the next morning. But, you know, if you really do need to get whatever you need to do done. But yeah, I just think it's never worth yeah. your like peace of mind. And, and, and yeah, even your work will just not benefit from it. Exactly. The other bit of advice I saw is properly disconnecting from technology for a few hours after work as well um so you know turning off your your phone your computer giving yourself time to kind of unplug and focus more on like your hobbies or you know doing exercise or being outside because I think technology as well kind of traps you um because what I noticed doing is like even if I was done with with work I would end up like going on my phone or Mm -hmm. like I don't know watching tv um, but actually just like switching off, for, like going from one technology to the other, you're still getting those negative side effects of, yeah. you know, overusing that those technology like eye strain, poor sleep because of blue light, you know, increased stress from like checking your emails or like checking your notifications either. Yeah, so true. I don't think we talk about it enough, but like even c- constantly checking notifications can give you stress yeah. as well. Um So especially if you're feeling, if your job is very tailored to technology during the day, yeah. I really think it's important to to literally have like a technology detox even if it's for a few hours. Um because digital fatigue is like an actual thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I acknowledge it that much. Um God, so yeah, properly so switching much. Off. It like freaks me out when I think yeah. about it that like literally most days I'll be on my laptop working for like what 8 to 9 hours, maybe more some days. 
on my way there I might be commuting might be on my phone you know like on yeah exactly after work often you'll be like watching tv or like watching a movie on your laptop or if we're gonna be doing something on like instagram or tiktok then we're like back on our phone even when we're I I feel like I don't know what do you feel about facetime because I obviously long distance and we've got families in different countries like facetime is also something that like again you're on a screen I think that's I think that is a bit different though because it's you're still benefiting from the social interact from the like the very uh, like back and forth social interaction yeah. rather than like sending a text and waiting That's for it. you know it's very you're it helps you be present actually because right now like i'm talking to you right i'm not yeah. thinking of anything else yeah um, Yay! and we're pro- we're properly connecting right now <laughs> you're you're the cure to all my issues <laughs> oh yeah um, you should have just facetimed me yeah last week when i know we were working late <laughs> i know but yeah I, I think it's the the biggest negative side effects to overusing you know technology is when you're limiting healthy social interaction as well Um, that is fact so i do agree and i think we're all kind of guilty of that i know but i mean it's so it's so weird right this week i did not message you during the day yes that was very upsetting i missed you but i maybe that's why i had an off week i I didn't i didn't have my tmd girly by my side <laughs> oh, I feel bad now. <laughs> no, no, don't. But I literally, I literally like, I kid you not. Like, if you look at my phone activity, it's zero the whole day. Like, I wouldn't even have my. Usually, I have enough time to like message you or like message my parents. Even my parents, I'd be like morning and like not talked because I I was so like caught up in the zone. Like, like tunnel even, vision. I didn't even feel time pass by. If that makes sense. <laughs> it was so toxic. Wow, it kind it sounds, so sounds like a state of flow. But not a good one. No, it is. It wasn't. And and the way I described it to Ed as well was like I genuinely felt like all I could see around me was me and my laptop, and like everything else was dark. Oh my god! I know it was really bad. And even you need like, to I get a bonus right for here. this or something. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> it's it, yeah. I just, no, but my issue, my issue is I care too much. Like I, yeah. I need to know or like. And it's a part of it is my people pleasing and like yeah. thinking that okay if I fix it and stuff people will like me more like think more positively. Yeah. And also me, like your be- is- your trust and belief in yourself like knowing that you would be a a good employee and you're good at your job even if you exactly. hadn't stressed as much as you did. I know. Yeah, I really for me I I think it really came down to feeling like I was the only one that could fix it and if I didn't I'd be failing myself and the people around me mm. um even when it wasn't like my issue to fix either yeah like I didn't create the problem for it for me to feel so bad about it yeah. going wrong <laughs> but I but I also think even in those situations if you were the person that made a mistake you should also still be kind because people we're human like that's what yeah. makes us human right making mistakes and I just yeah. I feel like we need to be kinder to ourselves during during it all but yeah I had moments where I was like working and like I'd look up and they were there would literally be a bowl of granola in my hands and I was like I don't know how this got here and it would be like Ed checking in on me and like making sure I'm eating <laughs> isn't that weird or like I'd look up and I'd be like oh there's a banana on my desk and it would have been Ed like Aww. coming in being like you need to eat bring a have a banana but I wouldn't even notice him come in the room oh my god <laughs> I'm just ranting now <laughs> 
you need to send your company this episode so that they realize the emotional stress you put yourself under. Yeah. Well, I, I did vocalize that I felt burnt out this week. What did they uh, say? How did your company react? Well, I tried to be like, I'm tired, burnt out. Like, I don't want to come into the office tomorrow. Like, I need that those extra hours of sleep because I'm literally so shattered. Um, and they were like, I recognize it, but you need to come in. I was like, great, okay. Wow. <laughs> No, I to be fair, being in the office actually did help because I did I felt you know less isolated and it was yeah. much easier for me to talk to people around me. So it, it did have it, its benefits. Okay, the next thing is actually dedicating time to do things that we enjoy, whether it's like reading or painting. Um, or whatever your hobby is. As long as you're giving time after work to do those things, it can be a great way to disconnect from work because you're actually occupying your brain with things that you enjoy and things that give you peace and, yeah, good energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for my specific example, I think that's what didn't help was that I was, like, ending the work day and for some reason I was I didn't really think about, oh, I could be, you know, playing the piano or, like, reading a book or doing anything I almost just like was just sitting there letting the time go by so that I could work you know the next day oh god that's so like, depressing <laughs> that sounds awful <laughs> why did you do that to I've yourself? had a bad I don't know I almost felt like I couldn't do anything else but then I knew I couldn't be working because no one was there either that's honestly terrible <laughs> I know so that's my lesson is like is knowing that if if no one's online and you really can't do anything do occupy your brain with things that you enjoy um because you might as well (laughs) yeah um and those things are there and like you could have been reading a book club book in those moments i know i could have read that book but the key thing (laughs) you're gonna be like how did you do this the key thing the key piece of advice that i'm gonna take away is going outside (laughs) yeah and spending time outdoors (laughs) uh because being in nature and being outside can really Mm. reduce stress and like keep you relaxed um whether it's like going for a walk in the park or I don't know doing doing some exercise outside like I think it's really because I spent <laughs> this is another bad thing I spent Monday Tuesday and Wednesday I didn't leave the house yeah I mean we fall which obviously is so bad for you I don't know yeah. I don't know how I let myself like fall so low this week where I for it's almost like I forgot everything that I knew was good for me and I just like couldn't yeah. prioritize it so knowing that if you step away from your laptop for 20 minutes to go for a walk it's not the end of the world. Like you will be able to pick that back up when you sit back on your desk. Yeah. Um, and actually, when you when you do take that moment to detach, kind of put put the world into perspective. When you're actually sitting back at your laptop, it will feel less scary, yeah. and, and you'll be in a better mind space to actually tackle the problems instead of being like spiraling down. Yeah, and um, we are obviously we're talking about like work right now, but this I I know that we have like a lot of listeners who will be like at, at school at uni. And this all I think also, it applies, like, applies to everything, yeah. Because I actually, I mean, I definitely struggled more with the switching off at uni because I feel like academics, I didn't have it so much at school, but uh, yeah, university a lot because I feel like academics are so inherently tied to like your own life and like your, what feels like your future. So I think it's almost even more personal even it feels like there's so much pressure especially especially like in exam season everything like that so but it is so important even with that to like zoom out 
to regain perspective to realize that you still that it's never worth like losing your your health over it your whether it's like mental health or physical health and again those two are like so tightly interlinked um because again yeah, like if are. if you'd probably like nourish yourself in in a good way or stepped outside for like half an hour every day to go for a walk your physical health would have been better I'm sure your mental health would have been better as well again it's always easier said than done and um I definitely wasn't like the perfect role model of this at uni because I had so many days where I was like 12 hours in the library etc actually I think what really helped me at uni was surrounding myself with other people that were going through the same thing so when I was in library sessions the reason why I feel like they didn't get me down was because I was like studying with other people and same with like you going to the office right I think it's so helpful to not feel isolated yeah because when you're going through like that stress it's just like so good to feel like you're not alone in it and then also equally like sometimes there's there's days or there's like moments where you feel like okay I just need to be alone heads down but then at least creating an environment and creating like the space where you feel like the most comfortable you possibly could like setting yourself up for like comfort you know yeah it's having like a cozy workspace or making sure you're having like yummy snacks and yummy food in between and you know I think those those are small things but they can like make such a difference I think versus like sitting there hunched and like feeling like oh my god you need to be doing this at like x times speed and you know that's no yeah like you punishing yourself in that moment is not gonna is not gonna help and it's not gonna better the outcome but no my heart does go out to you students out there because I feel like it's it feels like everything is riding on those exams and then when you get out of it it's easy to say that like to realize that it doesn't because I think that's always a thing though it's like afterwards you're like oh yeah it actually is okay <laughs> but when you're in that moment like it's hard to yeah it's so difficult with everything in life right but yeah when I when I tell you that my manager because we're, we're hiring for like some senior positions and we've hired before where literally we've not first of all we've not even noticed that someone's not gone to uni or like my, my manager literally said last week that like she doesn't even look at the uni section. So again, someone went through like to the final round of interviews and they may well get the job and they have never gone to uni because again, it's not something that people like when you're in the working world often care about. Once you have the, yeah, once you have experience. Depends on the field. Whether Depends it's like on the field. Yeah, yeah. If if you're a doctor, please go to university. <laughs> Probably lots of other ones where it's very, very beneficial. But if you're working in like a ladifa field like marketing or even like consulting or like you us. know like I think it, there's a lot of fields where really it's you can do you you learn so much when you're just actually doing doing the job doing the work this is kind of irrelevant uh, do apologize I'm feeling like this episode is very chaotic and I was almost fe- feeling how I felt last week wait you're feeling right now how you yeah. felt last week I'm just feeling like the energy I'm giving is very like Ah, like crazy chaotic and I'm like I need you need to calm down car you literally need to calm down it's okay we let it out in this episode and then you'll feel calm as soon as you as soon as we finish recording you're gonna go out in the world and feel calm it helps to talk about it with people that can can put you know put your mind at ease and be like listen you're okay everything will be okay you've got this it's nice to hear that support as well. Sometimes it's not possible or it's difficult to do, especially when you're like working from home and like me, I don't yeah. like live with my partner or obviously I have friends, but my friends aren't going to like sit there and watch me work. Like it's fucking boring. So what actually has helped me yeah. is what me and Marco sometimes do is just 
we FaceTime when I like I'm I, I remember I was super tired I had to get something done with work um so we just like he was just on FaceTime there with me like not saying anything he was just like there and then you know sometimes I say something to him but mainly I was just like doing my work but I felt like there was someone there and I feel like I could do that as well with like my mother or like you know family members or yeah. like just people that you feel really comfortable with so that it doesn't feel like you're quite so alone like which again can feel just more frustrating so even if you're not physically yeah. with someone I think that can help yeah I had that with Ed as well I was like can you just like sit with me and hold my hand while yeah. I'm <laughs> and he would just be like playing video games and I'd just be working but like at least knowing that he was next to me you know rather yeah. than me alone in my room trying to figure it yeah. out it really did help but yeah I, I feel like the the biggest thing that I I'm taking away is create time to switch off and obviously this is not every week right like this is the worst not every week looks like this but if I know I have a stressful week coming up prioritizing yeah and like actually blocking out time whether it's like 20 minutes to go for a walk or 15 minutes to like have a tea break even even something as small as that of being like I'm not gonna look at my phone or look at emails in those 15 minutes and it's everything's gonna be okay yeah and also another key thing is exercise um, it doesn't have to be like intense exercise, but like bo- any body movement. So, you know, there's so much you can do that's not super intense. But setting intentions to spend a certain amount of time yeah. on body movements. So, you know how we did that little, little habit tracker of like 30 minutes of body movement. Like properly setting time for those when you're having a stressful week, specifically where you know that you probably wouldn't yeah. have time to do that, can be really important because obviously when you're exercising, you're releasing endorphins and it it's a natural way to enhance your mood right and that again that is something that I did not do um I ended up spending a few days not leaving the house uh, and I told myself that I I was like I don't have time to do this I don't have time like I literally don't have time to do this when in reality there's always time to do 20 minutes you know of something as simple as that I think setting these intentions can give you that push that you need to distract yourself in a healthier way where it's actually you know enhancing your mood and releasing good chemicals in your body yeah I agree I feel like for me what I do during the work days is like first of all I use my food breaks as like my allotted breaks because like I mean this is also I'm very privileged that we don't have like unless we're in the office but normally we don't have like one hour where like that is the one hour that you have and you can't do any breaks in between um because I know that's what Marco has for example but for me I just like take almost like smaller breaks but then not like one lunch break at 12 to 1 so I use like my breakfast and like my lunch time too because when you're eating and you're working at the same time first of all you're probably not working as well and then also you're not your body's like not focused on the food you're actually taking in so it's also not very healthy for like the food consumption digestion element of it all so you might as well like take 10-15 minutes to sit with like your food and I don't know I read uh, whilst yeah, I eat because really I can't I sometimes also watch a show but that's probably like that's good for you so I try um especially if you're trying to f- stay focused on a task it's what I used to do at uni as well because I I was like oh I can't watch anything apart from my my work like that's not work related because it'll like get no, me out I of my head that. and it'll make me I forget I don't know that's actually true but I felt like it would like mess with my memory so reading was my way to get around that and still switch off it important that that's something not related to your work and that it doesn't feel like work like it could be like the silliest book ever but it's just something that like you know takes you out of your mind and then also this is potentially controversial advice but I would rather do a lunchtime walk yeah 
And then if I can, if I don't have like meetings all day, if I have the time, I'd rather do a lunchtime walk and then work later. Yeah. If I still need to versus not taking that lunchtime walk. And then by the time I finished work, it's dark and you can't go for that walk anyways. Like I actually don't mind working a bit later into the evening if I've like had still like a nice day. I've been able to like stay calm throughout it all. Because then, like, actually, I quite like working in the evenings. Everyone's offline. For me, that's nice. I don't get emails popping in I, every two I seconds. I love that as well. <laughs> no one's bothering. You can actually stay focused on the tasks. Yeah, and, you know, exactly. Getting pinged of, I need you to quickly do this or this or this. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you need to, and this will be personal to, like, everyone. Like, you know what times will make you feel the best and, like, the most energized and the most refreshed like yeah. for you it, it could be something in the evening and then it's important for you to prioritize the stuff that you're doing in the day and staying kind of like you know on on it in that in that like shorter time period but then yeah for me it's yeah. it's really making sure that I do have those like spaces in the day where I am taking some time out but then I I'd happily work later in the evening because I, f- I feel quite calm doing that so yeah, yeah. no I get that too as long as it's as you're working when you're in a good like mind space exactly yeah. like you're saying like you have to be in a good mental state to yeah where the, where that is healthy whereas what i did this week was just like not it's not it and you just got to realize that it's all made up companies we've all just made it up they're all just structures and systems that like we operate in because it's like society's built it this way but it's it's all it's all fake like we're all just acting and it really doesn't matter at the end of the day it's just funny though because that makes me (laughs) feel more i'm like bruh you're like stressing over something that's so meaningless and that actually makes me feel worse and i'm like you're so embarrassing (laughs) like it's not embarrassing it's it's just you're really fully ingrained in the part you know like but yeah it's just how much i care i think that's my thing like i know because I even had a call, right, with someone and I was like, what if the client comes back at like 7 p.m. with these changes? Like, how are we going to do this all before tomorrow? And then she was actually like, we won't. Like, why are you checking <laughs> emails at 7 p.m.? Like, you'll just look at it tomorrow. And I, I was I was looking at her and I was like, oh, my God, I wish I was you right now. She was so calm and collected. And she was yeah. like, everything's going to be fine. I think I just catastrophized everything in my head as well. And it comes, again, it comes for, from a place of people-pleasing, caring too much, thinking that it's a reflection on me and my character and, like, my work ethic. Um, also, I think what, this feels like a therapy session now, what also felt <laughs> very exhausting for me is I was feeling everyone else's stress at the same time or feelings. Mm. So I was not only feeling my own stress, I was feeling um, the salesperson worried that if something goes wrong this is he's not going to meet his targets so I was like feeling his stress or the other campaign manager in my team who needed people to be working on her campaigns but they were all prioritizing mine because it was going wrong so I was feeling her stress because she couldn't get things done either and then the creative that had to jump in and try fix everything when it wasn't even her campaign to start with it's because the other person was sick like I was just feeling everyone's work like stress even if they weren't feeling it themselves yeah I was almost like trying to understand how they were feeling in my own head and being like if you don't get this sorted they're gonna feel this 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 and this and and taking that on with me which didn't help either like I think I need to realize that everyone else has their own you know you're not them like just focus on yourself and what you can do um yeah and through doing that you will be helping others yeah 
I feel like obviously that comes with like being an empath and like and I don't think that's a bad thing I don't think caring about your work is a bad thing either because I think that's how you deliver good work I definitely care and I'm emotionally invested to you know in terms of like my team members and like wanting to make people happy and make people proud and I think that's that's good like but I feel like what you also or what helps me realize like if you have a manager or like the people that like I most love working with are the people who manage to stay calm in the face of crisis and who I know aren't emotionally affected by things because then I will in turn feel better and like more happy to like come to them with problems or to like deal with things with them because actually those are the most pleasant people to work with so I feel like it's also just like realizing that you're not helping those people by being stressed on their behalf you're actually yeah like you're not helping yourself and you're not helping the team even though you feel like yeah it's on you to take on that all of that emotional burden and first of all yeah trust them that they can handle that that burden themselves (laughs) and they maybe don't (laughs) care as much as you do you know but then yeah. also actually if if you are focused on like okay what can I do for the team and blah 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 then actually you staying calm and you staying you know present and like grounded that is what's going to help the team the most and the people yeah. around you yeah but that that's also what I felt as well though is because I was feeling all this stress and whatever but I tried so hard to also maintain an image that I was okay in handling it all which actually ended up being a bit more draining as well because I was all, yeah. also focused on like keeping up this image that everything's I have everything under control you know um but I get what you're saying as well like if you're I mean yeah I'm, you don't have to pretend you have it under control you can you can be honest yeah. about there's lots of things going wrong and you know we're all trying our best and we're working on this together you know don't know how this is go- like yeah. you can be honest while still but yeah obviously don't like fake your feelings but that's why I think it is important no, to work on those other saying. things first so that you can be calm for other people. And yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, because everyone affects each other at work. Like, if my manager's stressed, I'm going to be feeling the stress. If I'm stressed, the people in my team are going to be feeling stressed, yeah, et cetera, so et cetera. True. And it's just like a vicious cycle. So you have to be the one to stop it. Otherwise, it's going to just continue and, like, infest. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I completely Yeah, agree. always easier said than done, as with, like, everything we talk about. So... It's also, and again, don't, like, as you said with me, like, you, we know, we may know rationally better. It doesn't make it that, like, every time it will work perfectly in practice. Like, it, you had a tough week yeah. and you let yourself be impacted by it. That's fine. Like, everyone has that. Like, everyone exactly. goes through those periods. And that's also completely fine, you know? And, and next week, you'll you'll handle it differently. Or the next time a work crisis comes along, you'll handle it differently. I've, I'll learn yeah. from like yeah. I know now that I don't want to be putting myself in that situation yeah because I'm I'm saying so. all these things and I've had some work crisis where I genuinely was like up all night like at like 5 a.m working and I thought I was yeah. gonna be fired like everything was gonna be wrong and then you yeah. know as as always like yeah. things worked itself out but I think I've learned again I, I've I, at least I've tried to like learn from those experiences because that was like horrendous you know like you feel like you I had the same thing I couldn't focus on anything else I was like so in like panic mode I couldn't I know, sleep waking like up nothing dreaming of like solutions yeah. <laughs> yeah um so yeah I've definitely I've been there I feel like all of us have been there and it's yeah. like nothing to feel bad about either because all you no. but then yeah because it just happens like we're just humans who care about things and who want to do our best yeah but you need to care about yourself the most yeah putting my health first because that is you know feeling 
the way I felt was not worth it at all. So yeah, thanks. I feel like this was a very much a therapy session for me. Really That's literally our podcast. <laughs> Hopefully it wasn't boring for those listening, but I, to be honest, I really needed this. So yeah. <laughs> thanks guys. Thanks Leo. And it was really nice talking to you now that I actually had time to talk to you about <laughs> properly. Um, I love you lots. I hope yeah. you feel better today and you take the no. time to just like be present with Ed and his family and yeah, have a I nice Sunday you. I will try to you deserve it you work so hard you need to be proud of yourself you need to be proud of yourself for handling this week the way you did as well like even though you feel like you could have done it better at the end of the day you did your best and like that's all you could have done in that moment you know so true be proud of but yourself but yeah I don't recommend and you got doing what I did because uh I, I felt the repercussions of it yesterday <laughs> which was I did not get out of bed all day <laughs> just like sleeping all day so that I mean that was literally my body telling me you exhausted yourself yeah yeah so yeah lesson learned won't do that yeah. again <laughs> as per usual so, do as we say not as we do exactly love that <laughs> love that so much okay we definitely okay. obviously ah, we talked for almost an hour I love us so much Oh my god, 25 minute episode. <laughs> Possibly the shortest episode ever going out. <laughs> oh, we're such liars. <laughs> it's okay, I feel better after it, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I also feel a lot better. So I'm I hope you have a I hope you have a good Sunday and I hope you guys listening enjoyed this episode and um let us know your thoughts as always. <laughs> Maybe you're going through it with us. I hope you're not. I hope you're having like I hope you're not. the bestest best time. And thanks um, but if for you're being not, there we're with for you. Me through it all. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys okay. so much. Okay. Speak to you next week. Speak next week. Bye. Bye.